Hey guys, I'm Laura and I'm Anna and welcome back to your weekly dose of relatable content, questionable advice, lots of laughs, and as always, girl vibes only. Hi everyone, welcome back to Girl Vibes Only. I'm Laura and I'm Anna. And we are continuing our spooky season week with more conspiracy theories. Yes. um, We want to talk about our favorite conspiracy theories and some of your favorite conspiracy theories. We went on to Instagram and asked you guys some of your conspiracy theories are your favorites. And um, we got some interesting answers, which I think is um, really funny. I I saw some answers that I was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize People believe this, which is funny. Yeah. Um, so I guess, like, let's start with uh, our favorite ones. favorite conspiracy theories. Then okay. we'll dive into other people's. Some of our we friends. may even try and call some people to explain their to favorites, de- defend their conspiracy theories. Um, okay. So, do you want to start with one of yours, Laura? I would be glad. Of course. To. Okay. Please. So don't. this is a conspiracy theory that I definitely. Fully believe in, Mm -hmm. 100%. And I will go into the details why. Okay. So this is about the case with OJ Simpson, Mm -hmm. Nicole Brown Simpson, and Ron Goldman. So I don't know if a lot of you guys are familiar with, like, the full case. I feel like everyone pretty much knows OJ Simpson and kind of being involved in a murder case. Um, Real quick, just to give you kind of the short background of the actual case of what actually happened is OJ Simpson was married to Nicole Brown Simpson. They had recently gotten a divorce. Um, They were now exes. They did have some kids together. Um, OJ Simpson was, um, is famous. I mean, I think everybody pretty much knows who he is. Um, The juice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes. (laughs) So he was, um, he also had another son too, um, Jason Simpson, Mm -hmm. which we'll get into. But so Nicole and Ron were friends. So Mm -hmm. Ron Goldman worked, he was 25 and he worked at a restaurant. He was a waiter and he was good friends with Nicole Brown Mm -hmm. Simpson. So Nicole and Ron on June 12th, 1994 were found murdered. And it was like gruesome. They were found outside of Nicole's house and she was 34. She was stabbed 12 times and she was on the sidewalk. Um, and then Ron was close by to her. He was stabbed 24 times. So it was like a rageful murder. Mm -hmm. Um, they right away, police went over to OJ Simpson's house. They found a bloody trail from his vehicle. They found a bloody glove and it matched a glove that was next to Ron Goldman's body when he had died. And um, essentially, right away, OJ Simpson agreed to turn himself in. But then when he went to go turn himself in, he led police on the famous White Bronco. Yes. So Bronco, you guys might be familiar with that case or like that whole like part. It was televised. It was a police speed chase and OJ Simpson was driving a white Bronco and led the whole police chase. Finally, he gave up, turned himself in. He was charged with two counts of murder. And, um, when they found him in the car too, he had a passport 
um, a disguise mm-hmm. and about $9,000 in cash. Yeah. So very clearly it looked like OJ Simpson was the murderer behind this case. Right. And um, he went to trial and it's like a very famous, infamous trial. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they actually had the OJ Simpson's trials um, where they kind of reenacted everything. Yeah. Was that on Hulu, Netflix? I think it was HBO. It was something. Yeah. So like they had this like reenacted, very famous, definitely look it up. Mm -hmm. Super interesting. But essentially he was acquitted. He did not, um, he wasn't charged with it. He did end up spending jail time for a robbery charge a couple years later, but that's like besides the point. Um, But he even like wrote a book, like if Mm -hmm. I murdered my wife, it was just like crazy, crazy. So a lot of people believe that he truly did because of everything I just described that he did murder them even though he they the jury found him not guilty they truly believe that he was the the cause of it and he just got away with it essentially yeah but so my conspiracy is that it actually was not OJ Simpson okay it was his son Jason Simpson who killed his mom who killed his well, it wasn't actually his mom. Oh, okay. It was his stepmom. So Nicole Nicole was not the his mother. biological mother. No. Okay. So yeah, OJ had Jason with another woman. Right. Um, Nicole Brown Simpson, their two kids actually were in the house when mm-hmm. I was like refreshing myself with the case. I didn't even re- remember that, but their two kids were young at the time, like eight and like six or something like that. Right. They had a boy and a girl together. Um, they were in the house and that was just like you know, crazy. But yeah, right. so this is, he was actually 24, Jason, when all of this went down. Okay. So the reason, these are reasons why I think it was him. So Jason had diagnosed intermittent rage. So literally medically diagnosed, huh. which means he would get so rageful that he would black out and he would do things oh that he God. would not remember that he was doing. That and stuff there was is wild to me. So crazy. And there was three different cases charge written down about him with his intermittent rage the one was he um cut his ex-girlfriend's hair with a knife and she charged obviously against that um another he beat his ex another ex-girlfriend close to death like beat her like in this range so that was documented. Yeah. And then, and he had um, assault charges against him. Right. And then he also um, brought a knife and threatened his boss with a knife before. Oh my God. So he, this was all documented before the murder. So like, yeah. this is, this guy's mad and like angry and obviously had some problems. Yeah. So Jason was also obsessed with Nicole in a bad way. He hated her. And there were diary entries where he kind of went into his, like, hate for her. Really? I don't exactly know why, but he was, like, he did not like Nicole. Why was he, was he questioned? So, so no. Like, so, and in in I'll get into why. What? He technically wasn't. So, he even, like, this was wild to me. Nicole, yeah. a few days before the murder... Yeah. She called police and said, I think I'm being stalked and it's either my ex-husband or his crazy son. Oh my God. So she knew that like things were kind of going down. Yeah. And she felt like something was happening. She was feeling stalked. So that is all like the background with with this. And so the murder itself. Yeah. Obviously I told you first 
what actually happened and like mm-hmm. the things that pointed to OJ, but there were a lot of things that did not point to OJ as well. So like, for example, there was 15 fingerprints unidentified that were not OJs, confirmed not OJs, but unidentified yeah. at the scene of the crime. Right. There was some kind of um, article of clothing, either a sweater or a cap. I read two different articles that like had yeah. conflicting evidence, but like it was it was some piece of article article of clothing that was covered in dog hair. Yeah. And um, it was near Ron Goldman's body and Ron didn't have a dog. I, I don't think it was something like. Right. Jason had a dog. I think he actually had a golden retriever. Um, so that that happened. The glove itself obviously didn't fit OJ Simpson, but almost did. Oh, Jason has smaller hands. Right. The idea is that, you know, it could have been Jason's glove because that's why it fit. And the the whole th- the end, there was a knife that matched the scene of the crime, that matched the murders found in Jason's locker. What? Yeah. But all of this didn't technically matter because OJ, right from the get-go, said he was going to turn himself in. So people did not question anyone else. So what was the chase? The chase, the idea is it was giving his son time to hide evidence. Okay. And basically OJ was going to take the fall for it knowing he couldn't actually be charged because he didn't technically do it. But that would get the attention off of his son. That didn't stop OJ from hiring the best defense lawyer for his son. Yeah. Even though he was never on trial. Why would you have to buy a defense lawyer for your son when he's not even being questioned? Did he use the same defense lawyer? No, it was a different defense lawyer. So that's just like, like crazy to me. And there was like a bunch of other details too that kind of linked up Jason with this potential murder. But a lot of people are starting to like talk about it again so I'm curious if like something might happen because technically OJ can never be tried again for the murder but Jason can he could still be charged at any time um the only thing I don't even know where he's at right now I don't even know if he's alive I didn't even know that he was like a person to be honest yeah yeah well because he definitely like had some issues and I think the idea was like you know there there was some talk that um, OJ did also help Jason. Like, right. so that's why there was DNA because there was DNA from OJ Simpson at the crime scene. Again, like there was enough for them to charge with two counts of murder. Right. So the idea is that some, the theory that Jason said he was going to harm Nicole. Right. OJ knew he was going to harm Nicole. He kind of went to try and stop it. He was too late. And Ron Goldman was just like, a wrong place, wrong time. Oh like, my God. Because he actually, Nicole was at dinner earlier that night. Okay. She forgot her glasses at the restaurant. Okay. And Ron came to bring her the glasses. And that's okay. why he was even there in the first place. I gotcha. So just wrong place, wrong time. Right. So. Wow. That's why it gets That's crazy. pretty convincing, Laura. Right? I know. That makes a lot of sense. So everyone look, look into it. Wow. You will see the light that okay. I have. Um, my first one, I feel like is a very like typical one. Um, and I think as some of you have this response as well, um, as your, uh, uh, favorite conspiracy theory of yours. And mine is John JonBenet Ramsey. Oh, 
I love talking about John Benet. Ramsey. I just like the whole thing just blows my mind. If you don't know about the John Benet Ramsey case, you've been living under a rock. Um, yeah. So I won't go into like the full like about the story because I feel like most people know. And if you yeah. don't, there's a great Hulu documentary about. There's so many documentaries about John Benet Ramsey, but essentially, John Benet Ramsey was a little pageant queen. She was a little girl. I think she was six or. Seven. Yeah, she was young. She was very, very young. She had an older brother, Burke, and then her parents. Um, And basically, it was Christmas Eve, and they went out to a Christmas party, came home that night, apparently put the kids to bed, and then woke up and found a ransom note on the step um, that a kidnapper had taken John Benet, and they were requesting $118,000, something like that. And, you know, not to get anyone else involved and, you know, you need to send us this money, blah, blah, blah. So the Ramsey family calls the police and they're searching around for John Bonet, blah, blah, blah. And then it turns out her body has been found by her father um, in their basement, covered, tied up in a blanket, um, a, a skull fracture and all the stuff, and she had passed away. And so there's just a lot of suspicions around this case. They never actually found a murderer or convicted a suspect, anything like that. So it is a cold case, but my conspiracy or my theory and what a lot of people's theory is, is that her brother Burke was the one who killed her and it was probably accidental, but it was a cover up from the family. Mm -hmm. And there's just a lot of like instances from, um, like how the investigation was done. And then also just like the note, the note is a really weird thing because the note was written using a marker from the house at the Ramsey's, which is an odd thing for a kidnapper to write the note at the scene of the crime and not type it up before. I mean, it's so easy to use, you know, handwriting evidence, stuff like that. So that was really odd. And in the note, it says, you know, so much about don't tell anyone, blah, blah, blah. And immediately Pat Ramsey, the mother, calls the police and calls people mm-hmm. to come over to help her and all of this stuff. And it's just a whole thing. The other thing is John Ramsey found the body in his basement. And this is consistent with how a father would act in a cover up um, that the killer, you know, the old age like tale that like a killer returns to the scene. Um does have truth in it and a guilty person inserts themselves into an investigation as much as possible. And just when they're doing the, the fact that, you know, John found, found John Bonet when they had all been searching high and low in the in the house for hours. And all of a sudden he finds her and carries her, disrupts the scene of the crime, carries her up the stairs, is crying, doing a full thing. Like, I feel like, you know, if you find you're in a crime scene, you find your dead daughter, you don't touch anything. You let you go say, she's down here. I found her. You don't, you know, misplace evidence. So it was just like really odd. Um, something that like they. It's an odd reaction. Yeah. Then John and Patsy did not co- cooperate with the police at all. They were super uncooperative. They immediately hired a lawyer and were never completely forthcoming with the investigators about, you know, what had happened that night. And they did not know what happened to their daughter already. They would be desperate, desperate to cooperate in order to get answers. Like if they didn't know what happened to her, then they would be wanting to cooperate and get all the answers. But they weren't because they knew what happened. Right. Um, and then, you know, I said like the note, how it was just extremely weird uh, for 
it to be written inside the house. It just makes no sense. Um, and then the other thing is like, if the plan from the kidnapper was to kidnap John Bonet and collect money, you know, ransom money from them, then why was she killed? And if the death was accidental, why leave the ransom note still? Right. It just doesn't like neither of it makes sense. Um, and then, you know, it was covered when John Bonet was found, she was covered up in a blanket. And that's typically a tactic. Like if someone kills a person, especially a child, and they have no relation or no any don't know them at all, then they just leave them to go. Typically, if a victim is wrapped up in a blanket or a towel or something, it usually means that it was done by someone who knows the victim. Yeah, it's like a remorseful yeah. type thing. Yeah. The other thing is just that um, police found Burke's fingerprints on a bowl of pineapple on the kitchen counter. And um, pineapple was found in JonBenet's stomach, meaning that she had just eaten um, right before she, you know, had passed away. And so the theory is that they were um, eating this pineapple as a snack before bed, which led into a temper tantrum and that Burke um, used, what was it? A, uh, some like a hammer. It was a hammer or a, or a bat yeah. that was in the house and used it. It had a temper tantrum and hit her across the head. And then the family was trying to cover everything up is like what the theory is. And it just seems like, so when Burke was interviewed as a young child, while be, being interviewed about the murder, um, they asked Burke about the pineapple and this hadn't been public knowledge yet. So this, I don't think was something that the family had expected investigators to ask them about yet. And immediately when they brought up the pineapple, Burke covered his mouth and like looked around and looked super, super suspicious, like, oh shit, you know about, like, That's you know crazy. about that we ate pineapple before we went to bed, whatever. Right. The other thing is the stories don't match up. When um, Pat and John, um, you know, tell police recounted what happened that night, they say that Burke was asleep in his bed when all of this went down, when they called the police, everything like that. But in the 911 recording, you clearly hear Burke in the background yelling, um, he said, uh, what happened? What did, what did you see? Um, like yelling at his mom and his dad. So clearly that wasn't true. Burke was right. very much awake when all of this happened. Um, so, and then statistically when a child is killed, he or she is most likely to be killed by someone in their immediate family, especially a child that young. And the coroner, when um, he did the autopsy, he was like, this clearly sound like it looks like it could very well have been an accident like got knocked over the head yeah and so they did some like deep diving and it shows that you know um john benet when she was younger she was a pageant queen her family was very involved she was a great pageant like little pageant queen whatever mm -hmm. you call them and she won all the time and very much the focus of the family was around john benet and people said how you know burke got really jealous and he had kind of a mean streak to him and he would push um john benet around and like got aggressive with her so it's like very plausible that he uh you know could have it could have ended in a temper tantrum and him yeah. just getting kind of a fit of rage and accidentally hitting her um and which like ended up killing her the other thing is anytime burke does interviews it never looks like it's a um you know grieving what the heck oh sorry the uh 
911 recording is playing. Um, but it never looks like he's like a grieving brother. Like he's always somewhat smirking and smiling and just never even back like now his interviews look the same way, but back when he was like a young child, it was the same way. Like nothing ever looked upsetting to him. Yeah. I remember like watching there were like you know there's a ton of documentaries oh, out yeah. there on this case and I remember there was one that kind of does um have the narrative that uh Burke did it. I yeah. forget exactly which um, series it was but there was a few episodes all surrounding mm -hmm. that Burke was the one that did it and they showed him like right after like in one of those like interview rooms with a psychologist mm -hmm. and I remember it was kind of like he was very matter of fact like yeah she's dead yeah like, and very like non-emotional quickly switched his language to being like, yeah, like me, mom, and dad, and like our family and stuff, like just like immediately was able to cut John Bonet out of the verbiage when talking right. about his life. And they were like, when you say family, who do you mean? He was like, oh, me, mom, and dad. And just like, that's not normal that's not, no. to like immediately be able to switch that mindset that you don't have a sister anymore. Yeah. Like it's psychotic sounding. No, I truly believe that. Yeah, I 100% think Burke did it. And if I could have dinner with anyone dead or alive, it would be John Bonet. So I could ask her, what the heck? What happened? the fuck happened to you? Yeah. Tell me. Tell me your shit of a brother did it, please. Yeah. So sad. So, so sad. Um, but that's my that's my first one. I feel like, you know, that's the crazy, general yeah. one. That's that's a good one. I have one on behalf of Lindsay. Yes. So Lindsay, big fan, shout out. Mm -hmm. We we're gonna call her and talk to her yeah. about this one, but she submitted it for, to us when we originally asked for your guys' favorites. Mm -hmm. And then she gave me a little bit of more information. I don't have a ton, but I just want to like throw it out there yeah. because I feel like people or kind of aware of this one. And mm -hmm. it's just like, again, more of a like, makes you think. Yeah. So a lot of you guys, I'm sure are familiar with the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, that's one of mine. Is it? Yeah. So you might have more information about the Bermuda mm -hmm. Triangle, but specifically there is a conspiracy that there is a similar triangle called the Asian Bermuda Triangle mm -hmm. in Asia, where a ton of planes and boats have gone missing. Mm -hmm. And actually they're, have reportedly since eight, 1989 over 700 people have disappeared within this spot that they're either calling Asian Bermuda Triangle or the Devil's Sea. They Damn. call it as well. And it came to light specifically when the Malaysia Airlines oh, flight yeah. 370 mm -hmm. disappeared. It was carrying th uh, 239 passengers total. That mm -hmm. counts for crew and um, passengers. They just disappeared in 2014. And um, they were taking a flight from the Kuala Lumpur airport yeah. to Beijing. And they were never seen again. Mm -hmm. And they traveled over this Asian Bermuda Triangle area. And they've been starting to find some parts of the plane now. Like, apparently, they're, they're saying it's mm -hmm. included. But the flight is very much still considered missing. Right. Because there's been no records of any people found. There's been no records of any major body of the airplane found. Mm -hmm. um, and again, this was in 2014. Yeah, so that's very like very recent. Very modern. Airlines are very much intact. And um, it just completely went Has missing. Has advanced GPS tracking. It gives me, I don't know if you watch uh, Manifest. Oh, oh yes. Gives me manifest I vibes. Just, I believe in the Bermuda Triangle just because I went on a cruise to Bermuda when I was really young. And, of course, my parents, when they were out, you know, getting drunk during the day. I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> yeah, they were. But, like, no shade to them. Good yeah. for them. I was stuck in the kids' 
kids corner um with like you know doing all the kids shit and they told us about the bermuda triangle why would they tell you that on a bermuda and how people went missing and everything about it and it terrified me and then i probably ruined the rest of the vacation because i forced myself sleep to sleep in my parents bed the rest (laughs) of the time because i was so terrified and i'm like why would you bring me to this place um but i fully believe it like i think amelia Earhart went missing in the bermuda triangle fully like i amelia r.i.p um one of mine okay so the rest of mine aren't really uh i don't know that i can go into a lot of fact it's just conspiracies that i believe the first one is the people of appalachia or appalachia as we call it so i don't know we live we don't live in but we are in the trail of the appalachian mountains right and basically this mostly happens i would say in like central pa more rural remote part there is a theory that there are people of Appalachia and um, it's like they call them skinwalkers. And I don't want to say the other words because I truly believe it and it scares me. But it's basically saying that there are unhuman beings living in the confines of Appalachia. And it's like if you go out at night, like and you hear um, a baby crying, ignore it because it's like one of these things trying to lure you in. If you hear your name, ignore it because they're trying to um, lure you in. If you like see eyes and stuff happening like in the forest, don't walk out into it. And there's been a lot of accounts of people like going into the forest in Appalachia at night and never returning. And there's like a lot of um, like Native American legends about like the skinwalkers in Appalachia. And it's kind of like there's like a saying where it's like, if you're in Appalachia and you go outside, if you hear something, no, you didn't. And if you see something, no, you didn't. And you very much have to like keep it in your mind that like nothing's happening because like that's how they kind of like lure you in. And um, there's been like all these accounts of people like thinking that they're big and bad and go out. And like, I guess if you say the names, like the Native American names for these creatures, they like can appear and it's really scary. And I don't like that. Yeah. It's kind of like, what are the, there's skinwalkers, but people confuse them with, uh, what do you call them? Zombies? No, no. I don't know. Um, you know, like people, um, there's a name for them. Like they're humans who like didn't grow, who didn't like weren't raised in like civilization and oh. were like, what are they called? I forget what they're called, but people confuse them with these like inhuman things and they're not the same. Um, but I believe in that. That's it scares interesting. me. I'm on um, Appalachia TikTok and oh. I get all these videos. So you get about all the it. conspiracies mm-hmm. about yes. that. Um, so that's one of mine. My other one I wanted to bring up, again, can't really go into much detail about it, but I definitely feel like sums up with the Illuminati. Oh, that's Is that yours? Well, Is no, it? I have, like, okay. no, you, don't, you, you talk about it. I, like, don't have, like, much to, like, talk Either. about. I think it's real, too. I just think there is some truth to it because, like, yeah. if you really dive into some, like, it, and for those who don't, like, understand the background, it's essentially, like, you, when, as you get rich and famous you're selling your soul to the devil to the devil in exchange for talent fame fame like all of that stuff so it's a lot of celebrities are said to be in the illuminati i think the like biggest names are like beyonce and Mm jay-z they say are like part of the illuminati Mm -hmm. and like it's um 
you know, any they have like hand sim symbols that are like a little triangle yeah. and like that kind of and you have to places. like kill in order to so it's like all these uh famous people have like murdered in order to like be initiated into it yeah it's it's very weird it's kind of like gives cult vibes yeah. but i definitely think like it is weird when you go i know like justin bieber has been a big one i think it. there's like definitely some sort of a secret society yeah like it's there's something it might not be killing people in yeah, exchange for your fame the devil, but, but there might be something like it's either that or celebrities just totally play into the fact that mm -hmm. we believe it and they're just kind of like yeah. letting people but like justin bieber's like newest album i think was like or not the newest one but like a couple albums back was filled with lyrics kind yeah. of about like him essentially selling his soul to the devil yeah i think like billy eilish is starting to like talk about stuff like that mm -hmm. so again it's like doesn't make for like interesting conversation mm -hmm. yes maybe that's why they do it but it's definitely interesting for sure i have two more one silly and the other like i don't have literally facts to prove either one aliens are real <laughs> i don't care what you say lauren um, I just, like, believe, like, there's too much about the universe and the world that we haven't explored or haven't even touched on yet. And not, I feel like this might be rude. I feel like it's ignorant to think that we're the only life. I agree that, like, the world is much bigger than us. I yeah. do believe with all of that. I just, I don't, for me, again, like, mm -hmm. I just don't see how I think we are the most, like, innovative and mm -hmm. intelligent species that we know of. Mm -hmm. So it makes me confused to think like that exists in and they can't and they're like I don't know like I just wish like I, I had like, some proof. I feel like I very much like you know how in the Marvel universe where it's like like Earth and uh, humans are dumb. Like yeah. I very much believe that. Like yeah. I think there are other there's other life forms out there on other planets that are far. I just far like figure we would have found it by now because I think we're dumb. Or the I think same. we think we're smart. But okay, <laughs> but they could have found us. And, uh, and honestly, and I, I think they have. I 100% think we they would have. know about it. No, I don't think so. I, I think, think they're, they're just like watching us and be like, those idiots. No, I think that it's like a, uh, we don't want them to know. If you think about it, obviously I think we are a very bright species. We're the smartest, you know, critical thinkers and emotionally intelligent species on earth. But we're fucking dumb. We literally cannot, we're all like against each other fighting all the time yeah. we have completely de just destroyed wow i started a shit ton there we have completely destroyed the planet that we inhabitate yeah i think there are other life forms out there that are far more advanced smart far smarter than us and i think they look at us as like the dumb earthlings and i think that they have totally made it contact with earth i think that they have are able to disguise themselves and make us not realize and i think they kind of see us as, as like look at these fucking degenerates if they know what's out here they will do something to fuck it up 100 percent it's better, you know, ignorance is bliss for these, yeah. for these morons. So we're going to let them play out. Earth will probably blow up soon and we'll, you know, we'll deal with it later. I like, I just, there's just, yeah. there's nothing that you can convince me that we are probably one of the dumbest free thinking yeah. species out there. It, to be fair, I also don't look up anything about like other forms of life mm -hmm. or like it's just I'm not like in that brain set. So like I feel like if I did look into it more, yeah. I probably would be like, oh, that makes sense. That's yeah. weird. Like I just don't. And I think there fully has been like alien touchdown. And I think it's also like kind of how we said, 
I think there is a, um, a global international sort of, I don't know what the, uh, team or, uh, society of higher leaders mm. being like, this is a bit of information that it should not be given to the mass public, you know? Yeah. What if Scientologists are on to something after all? No. They're like, <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to insult people. Um, no, I wouldn't. I 100% no. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, I fully believe in aliens and that's my stance on it. Yeah. But my other silly one is that, have you heard the Chuck E. Cheese theory? No. <gasps> so it's this theory that Chuck E. Cheese, um, you remember going to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their pizza fucking slapped. Oh. <laughs> slapped? I'm sorry, sucked? I literally remember very clearly it tasting like plastic. <gasps> it was like the worst thing to eat. Lauren. <laughs> I could not agree, disagree more. I, I thought you were totally on my no, here. I thought Chuck E. Cheese pizza fucking slapped. No. Yeah, I, no, I loved it. I lived for Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> as a kid. Oh, my God. And so basically, yeah, well, you're going to love this theory. There is this theory that Chuck E. Cheese, when they, like, bring out the pizza to your, your table, and not everyone finishes the pizza, and they bring it back, and they take pieces that were out on the table and create a of a pizza and then serve it to other guests. That is disgusting. And just like heat it up and throw a little cheese more on top and throw it back in the oven for a few minutes. And to save slices. Yeah. And there's like all of this, like <laughs> there's like, you will go on a Reddit wormhole if you oh go on God. and look up this theory on Reddit and it's people like showing pictures of like their pie and none of the pieces match up. And it's like, this piece clearly could never fit in the spot that they have it here. And it's this full theory, and it totally makes sense. And, I mean, I clearly haven't been to a Chuck E. Cheese yeah. in probably 20 years. But you bet your bottom dollar, when I do have a child or when you have a child and it's anti-day, my it. ass is taking them to Chuck E. fucking Cheese to, one, test out my taste buds and see if I still think that their pizza slaps. Hope you know. And, two, I want to test this theory. So I maybe bring your kids to Chuck E. Cheese to eat right. old pizza. But it would be a fun <laughs> learning experience <laughs> to eat old pizza. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that I fully so believe Chuck E. Cheese's uh, – Chuck E. Cheese reserves pizza. I um, believe it. I can't believe you hate Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Oh I'm like, God, yeah, the like food was like – We would eat before we I just went. took, like, a bullet to the chest. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, gross. So let, let's go through and read. I'll read some of the other conspiracy theories yeah. you guys said. And then we already to uh, talked about Lindsay, what her theory, what, what her theory want, she wanted to talk about. And then we're going to call our friend Liz, and she's going to um, give, give us, us a little tidbit about yeah. her theory. Um, so we have Bigfoot is real. What do you think? Um, Hot take, yes or no? Nah. I don't think I believe it either. Yeah. Seems a little too far-fetched. Because uh, <laughs> I believe in the people of a Appalachia. Um, <laughs> too far-fetched. Maybe he's um, just a really big Appalachian man. Maybe. Um, Loch Ness Monster. Real or fake? Again, fake. Probably an undis unfound species. Though. That's the other thing that scares the shit out of me. Is like that, oceans. like, we've only discovered 1% of the Like, yeah. the ocean is terrifying yeah. to me i don't oh. think it's i a, could even like my i have chills going yeah. on my spine i, I definitely think it probably exists and maybe it even looks similar I to how like, people think i'm not gonna lie I, I don't know that i believe it but i kind of want it to be true i just feel like there's definitely like fish that we just For don't sure. know oh, what they look like that's not even in question yeah but lock neck next monster yeah i think it'd be kind of fun 
if it was true. Mm. I don't know. But Doesn't like, he kill people? like a friendly Children? monster. A friendly one. All right. Um, not your run of the mill monster. Gotcha. Monsters um, Inc. Yeah, <laughs> not Monsters Inc. Um, the Earth is flat. Definitely not. I don't believe that. Absolutely not. Not at all. No. Um, Avril Lavigne died. This is one. Oh my like, God. this one fucks me up. Wait, and was replaced with what's her name? Um, I didn't know who she was replaced with. Well, they have two names for for Avril Lavigne and like her, the person who apparently took over Avril Lavigne's body. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that is I a good have one. definitely gone down that Avril Lavigne is dead wormhole. Um, and it's interesting. I don't, I like, that's not one of the ones that I could really like speak too much on, but when I've watched like YouTube videos and stuff like that on it, it is a little creepy. Her name, they said that, that she died and was replaced with someone named Melissa, a lookalike. Yeah. Um, it is, it's creepy. I suggest like go on a uh, YouTube wormhole about yeah. Avril Lavigne because it's interesting for sure. I can love Avril though. Um, we obviously had a lot of John Bonet Ramsey. We had a few Flight 37. We'd had a few... Um, uh, can we have one on aliens? Uh, Bermuda Triangle. Oh, yeah. Uh, Aaron, your little sis, agrees with me. Aliens in general 1000% exist. Aaron. Um, very, very strong belief of that. Um, I think those are most, we got a lot of the same ones. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, but yeah. So, so funny, but we're gonna call Liz and she's gonna explain one of hers. She's gonna explain her theory because I think it's gonna be interesting. Okay. Hello. Hi, Liz. Hey. Hello, you're Elizabeth. <laughs> Hello. You're you're live on Girl Vibes Only. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking all about, like, our favorite conspiracy theories and then obviously the ones that we reached out to everyone on Instagram for. And yours was especially intriguing to us. So we wanted oh, to God. give you a, a quick call so you can defend your case. Oh, no. Okay. Well, okay. So my conspiracy theory is that Michael Jackson is still alive. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love this. I, I like, wanted – I just need to know more. So, I don't really know why, like, it's always stuck out to me as, like, my one conspiracy theory I actually believe in, and everyone makes fun of me for it. Aww. But, like, Ryan's like, that's not, that's not a thing. <laughs> um, but, so, I think it's because, like, when he, like, right before he died, he mm -hmm. had, like, all of that drama with his ranch. Right. The kids. Like, the sexual abuse. Yeah. Um. So people, and this isn't just a me thing. Other people believe this too. <laughs> Liz <laughs> pulled this out of thin air. <laughs> but people think that he like faked his death. And then like right after he died, like his sales went up to like, I think he sold $2 billion or something like that. Oh like, my God. He died. And I'm like, well, I would fake my death if I was that popular and then pocket all of that money and like go live on an island somewhere. That is like wild. So people think that he did that, like to get out of the public eye, and then he made all this money, and now he's like living on an island somewhere. Um, one of the weird things is that, like, when he died, he had a closed casket ceremony, oh. so like no one actually saw his body, and then there were like claims that I guess like. When the coroner, like, I guess they pick you up from, like, the funeral home to take you to wherever. Mm -hmm. um, 
they like pulled into a garage and someone who looked like Michael Jackson like got out of the back of the car. And, oh like, my god, what? Yes. So if you like Google it, it'll tell you all this. But um, yeah, I think Michael Jackson's living the good life on an island somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I could see that because just for the fact that like he transformed how he looked from yeah. when he was a kid to yeah. like the Michael Jackson we know. So he could easily have done it again. And like we yeah. just don't know what he looks like. That's wild. Like I I have never actually heard this conspiracy theory. Maybe I like live under a rock, but that's why I didn't realize that he sold that much like right after he died. Yeah, well everyone bought like his album. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. To play them again. And then yeah, I think he like made a ton of money off of it or at least supposedly his right. family did so um and that's I think, like his whole family knows too and like everyone's just like secretly and that's true though too like with everything that was going on in the media with him at the time like with the you know his ranch what's it called wonderland was that what i think it was wonderland yeah. um or like neverland or yes that's what it was neverland ranch or something um yeah like with all the kids and stuff like he was I feel like there's a chance if he hadn't passed away, like he seriously may have been convicted for some things. Right. Um. So that's wild. Huh. Yeah. I wonder, uh, I also wonder like Pete, like Jeffrey Epstein and people like that who like just literally buy islands. Like how many islands are there out there that are just like vacant up for sale? Right. Yeah. Where people can just disappear. People, uh, people also think Elvis, the same thing happened and that he like faked his death too. Oh my God. I heard that with it's Tupac really too. Yes. I heard, I, I would, oh God, I hope that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I would love Pac to still be alive. Um, and then isn't, uh, one of the Beatles, don't people think he faked his death? Paul McCartney? Oh. No, no Paul McCartney's no, still no, alive. John Paul Legend. Paul McCartney or someone died. And that they replaced him with, like, a body double or something like That's that. That's right. Okay. Don't they think so John Lennon faked his death or something? Or maybe it's John Lennon. I think people might think John Lennon faked his death. I don't know. Something weird with the Beatles, too. Um, wow. Very interesting, Liz. Thank you for that tidbit of information. You are so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll let you get back to your Saturday. Um, but All thank right. you. Loved having you on the potty. Bye, guys. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Love you. Bye. That's so crazy. Wow, very interesting. I would have never even thought about that. I know. Now I want to go look up Yeah, I mean, photos I know, and things. I want to try and find uh, him getting out of the... The van. Yeah. Me too. The hearse. Yeah. That's what it's called? I, yeah. Hearse, something like I that. I think so. Um, very, very, very interesting. interesting. Okay. Well, that was a very interesting combo. We disagree, but agree on some things. Yeah. I like conspiracy theories. Me too. They're fun I mean, to think about. They are. And I highly recommend, like, I love conspiracy theory podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah. People really do, like, a deep dive. And obviously, the whole point of it is for them to really convince you. But, like, I, right. totally, I totally buy in. Yeah, again, they're, like, very one-sided. But yeah. They try and, like, get you to think. But, I mean, it gets you to think and mm -hmm. puts you in a rabbit hole of... Mm -hmm. A spooky mood. A spooky mood, yeah. Um, but thank you all. We hope you enjoyed this episode. On a Wednesday. And this Wednesday Girl Vibes Only episode. Um, we hope you enjoyed some of our conspiracy theories. Yes. And, yeah, we'll see you on the next one where we discuss our first review of mm -hmm. our first uh, Girl Vibes Only book club. Yes. Um, so make sure you finish Verity. 
Um, we're going, we did a one poll, but we'll probably do another one this week asking some thoughts. Just to get more so, time. Just to get more uh, input from you guys because we want you guys to obviously have your opinions on yeah. the book. But very excited. So we'll see you guys on Friday. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Girl Vibes Only podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll stick around for more every Monday morning. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Girl Vibes Only. That's G-R-L Vibes Only to stay up to date on the latest content and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. T-T-Y-L-X-O-X-O Girl Vibes Only.